Today is Friday, April 9th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. Testimony in the Derek Chauvin trial continued yesterday with a pulmonologist and national breathing expert named Martin Tobin, who testified that George Floyd died due to a low level of oxygen. Tobin said a person in good health would have died from the restraint administered by Chauvin and added that there were no fentanyl-related signs of depression in Floyd's breathing that would have contributed to his low level of oxygen while he was restrained by Chauvin. Also, Tobin said that the amount of carbon dioxide that was found in his blood is solely explained by what you expect to happen in somebody who doesn't have ventilation given to him for 9 minutes and 50 seconds. He also discounted the idea that Floyd could have died due to an underlying heart condition, because if that were the cause of his difficulty breathing, it would have resulted in higher respiratory rates, and Tobin testified that Floyd's were normal. This is obviously very different from the argument the defense is making, which is that Floyd died from drugs. However, their case was further undermined when another witness named Daniel Isenschmid, who did lab work for Floyd's case, said that Floyd's blood had a fraction of the fentanyl and methamphetamine levels found on average in the blood of drivers under the influence who did not die. He said that the level of methamphetamine in Floyd's blood was approximately the amount that you find in the blood of somebody that was given a single dose of methamphetamine as a prescribed drug. Yesterday, President Biden spoke in the Rose Garden and announced an array of executive actions intended to curb gun violence, including new rules on ghost guns, which are firearms that are assembled at home and lack serial numbers, which makes them harder to track. Biden also said that the Justice Department would push model red flag legislation for states, which would allow police officers and family members to petition a court to temporarily remove firearms from people who may present a danger to themselves or others. He also urged Congress to take more aggressive action by closing background check loopholes, banning assault weapons, and stripping gun manufacturers of protection from lawsuits. Good luck when you got Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema in there. And lastly, Biden named David Chipman as his pick to run the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. If you're like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know a David Chipman. It would be good to know that he is a senior advisor to a gun control group founded by former Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords. Meanwhile, there was another mass shooting in Texas yesterday afternoon just before this recording. This story is developing. Another day, another Matt Gates drop. Federal investigators are looking into Matt Gates' travel to the Bahamas with women and specifically whether those women were paid to travel for sex, which could violate federal law. They're also looking into whether Gates and his associates use the internet to search for women they could pay for sex. I mean, if you know they're searching for those women in the first place, where else would they be searching? The Yellow Pages from 2001? Meanwhile, Gates' associate, Joel Greenberg, is negotiating a deal with federal prosecutors to resolve his own sex trafficking charges. At a status conference in Greenberg's case yesterday, federal prosecutor Roger Hamburg told a judge that he expected a plea, though negotiations are ongoing. This is relevant because it's possible that a plea deal would require Greenberg to cooperate with investigators, including on the case against Florida boy Matt Gates. Do you remember when Georgia passed their fucked up voter suppression law and Georgia lawmaker Park Cannon got arrested and dragged off the state capitol grounds for protesting the signing of the bill by literally knocking on Brian Kemp's office door? Fortunately, a district attorney in Atlanta has now announced that they will not pursue charges against Park Cannon for the incident. 
Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to show your support, head over to our iTunes feed to rate, review, and subscribe, or follow this podcast if you're listening on Spotify. For our episode of Afternoon Tea today, I interviewed Remy Casimir, comedian and host of the How Come podcast. You can find each new episode of Afternoon Tea on Fridays in the Betcha Up podcast feed. If you haven't heard what Afternoon Tea is about, I'll be sitting down with some of the most interesting people in politics and media to chat about the things we care about most. So be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen and stay tuned for a quick teaser from today's new episode. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. The whole concept of like the female orgasm is like an incredibly elusive thing in the process of having had this podcast now for four seasons. Mm-hmm. How has that like changed you? How has your audience sort of evolved in terms of like their comfort level and talking about just generally their relationships with sex? I feel like I have grown up. I value women and myself more. Like there was so much internalized misogyny to unpack and unlearn. My sister always says this and she always says that I learned how to speak up in the bedroom and the boardroom. And <laughs> like it, it really does like that happened with the listeners too is like they got more confident in themselves and then they can take that out into the world. And like life doesn't become about how do I make myself the type of person that a guy will like or that other people will like. It's like how do I make th- myself the type of person that I like, you know, and that I love and can make love to and all that shit. Batches.